Hello, everyone. Coming up, a shakeup in presidencies is happening right now with the Walt Disney Company. Disney Cruise Line has released their early 2021 itineraries. Plus, Steve is going to talk to us a little bit about the Epcot Preview Center that just opened up today. Lots of exciting stuff to to discuss today. So, live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged episode 1050 for the week of October 1st, 2019. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And by Dizboards.com. Hey, you really enjoying this show? Want to discuss it afterwards or anything else Disney-related? Even beyond Disney, Universal, Disney Cruise Line, more. Head over to Disboards.com. Join the millions of members over there chatting away, having a good time. Again, head over to Disboards.com and join in on that discussion today. <laughs> I don't know why I turn into like a, a cheesy salesman when it comes to Disboards, but it's a, you know I practiced for so many years on reading that that Dreams ad that then Disboard screws me up. But hey, hey everyone, welcome, welcome to this week's show. So uh, first and foremost, I want to give an apology to a lot of people out there uh, that are watching us live right away. I want to say uh, I noticed right before we were starting that maybe I, I put the broadcast time to 12 o'clock without thinking instead of 1 o'clock. So there might have been a couple confused people out there that may be tuning in for the first time wondering where we were for an hour when we weren't <laughs> here. But uh, I've, I've been explaining myself on the multiple shows we've already recorded uh, leading up to this show that I am like half out of it right now. I am so tired i have been just kind of since we got back from california i've been in this non-stop funk and didn't help like last night i didn't finish putting the final touches on my tribute to the final show of illuminations video until like 2 30 in the morning so i'm like i'm all over the place today this could get a little funky but you've said funky too happen. many times already. Have I said funky before? <laughs> you've said funk, funky, Fun- funky. Yeah, we okay. didn't start the funk. So. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that? that was a visual <laughs> cue to no one. I think I'm not quite sure. So why don't we talk about who is here today, filling in on this table of roundness? We've got Steve Porter. <laughs> oh, Hello. We've got Corey Fiascanaro. Oh, right, guys. <laughs> Sorry, you said wow. Corey in my brain. That was. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Funky. Just, we, we always go in the same circle. Very funky. I, I know, but the names are next to each other on the button. Uh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Then we have Denny Sunderly. Hey there. Okay. And then we also have Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And back on the controls, we've got Ryan the Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hey. And first and foremost, you might be wondering, where is Pete Werner? And of course, Pete is currently in... The trunk of Craig's Sunday. Isn't he Is there, he there yet? Yeah, he texted he me this okay. morning that he just. Yeah. I haven't heard from him in a couple of days, so I assumed oh. that 
something. He's had a funky good time, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's having a good time. You know, first he went to he went to Istanbul or Constantinople, depending on how you look at it. So I've been making that joke to myself every single time. Uh, every single time he mentioned Istanbul over the past four days, which was pretty much every single day for four days. But yeah, so he is currently. Uh, in London now, ready to start the ABD along with John and Kevin, who are also not here because of it. And then, of course, I have to give the signature shout out to uh, to Kathy and Teresa, who decide that on these days when there's cruise line releases, that they don't enjoy showing up to the show. So, mm-hmm. you know what? It's they're really missing the pitch right now to sell and get even more clients. So they're gonna they're gonna regret that one day, maybe. But we're not. We're gonna just we're gonna keep moving on with this. But yeah, so that's where everyone is right now, and we're here. So let's uh, let's do this thing. Let's so get funky. I, yeah, let's get funky. Buckle up, weirdos. We've got to go. That's exactly but right. Now, I've got to throw this question out because I know multiple people have approached me about housekeeping. Who's got some? Oh, I do. Go. Go, Corey. All right. Last week, uh, I put a call out for uh, we need moderators for the Disboards on Facebook page. I did not realize the reach we have. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jackie and I were inundated with requests. So if you did send in your requests, trust that we um, we're reading all through them. We're getting back to people. We don't need any more, please. We, we don't need any emails. <laughs> we, um, but we thank thank you to everybody that has submitted. We st- we're still reviewing. We're still going through everything and responding. But we don't need any more. Our reach is a little far. Cool. Well, yeah. that's <laughs> sad for all those people out there who didn't get to throw their names in the ring. But maybe the next round, right? So oh, yeah, I believe it's like college. So even though a whole bunch of people apply, not many will get through. And then what? Ten percent of the ones who get through will eventually drop out and wow. maybe That's... start successful online companies from it one day. So there you go. Got to look at the bright side of this. So, uh, Craig, I have a housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, Denny. Okay, perfect. Okay, we just wanted to say hi and thanks for coming up and saying hi um, to just a few listeners that and viewers that we got to meet in the park. So, Steve and I, the day that we did our Sunshine Churros vlog, we got to meet um, Kathy from Connecticut and then um, Dustin and Carrie from Jacksonville. It was great to meet them. Uh, Becca and her family from Indianapolis met them in Epcot. Josh and Christine from Georgia. We got to, Jackie and I got to say hi to them in Olivia's the other evening. And then Stacy and her sister Christine and their families. They, You're uh, good with names. You wow. know, I just, I make notes. I make notes. I try to. So it's it's really, really cool when we get to connect with deserts when we're in the parks. So please say hi if you see us and thanks for saying hi if you did. And no thanks to the people who didn't say hi. And no right? thanks yeah. to you. Well, I want to say, Denny, we've got to cut back on this. You're setting a massive precedent for us oh, to all write oh, down the sorry. names when we forget. Sorry. Uh, okay. Okay. No, it's, it, we, we try to do that as much yeah. as possible, too. I, I want to say thank you to a lot of people I've met recently. I don't have many of your names out there because I'm not prepared uh, like you were. But actually, the reason I want to say it is because I felt terrible last night and that I was, again, I was filming the final illuminations and I needed good audio to go with it, especially after the show, because I wanted to not only document the show and then promise right afterwards, but then the full 18 minutes uh, that they play Tapestry of Nations music, because, you know, that's not, (laughs) that's most likely not going to be there. 
tonight when everything changes over. So I'm holding, I've got my camera on a tripod. I'm holding another camera to get better audio. And I felt terrible because there was at least five or six times where someone came up to me and like just started screaming like right away, like, oh, Craig, we want to say hi. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, <laughs> so it's like, I, I feel terrible when that happens, but that's the bad part of like, not to sound, not to sound egotistical or anything, but it's, there are some times when we're there having fun mm-hmm. is, is doing our, our whole vlogs and personality yeah. things. And other times, like I'm there preserving the history and I know there's plenty of other people doing it too. That's one of my favorite things about this mm-hmm. job that we have is, I mean, you, you see me pride myself on, on stuff like my fireworks videos. Mm-hmm. I, I like capturing it. So sometimes I feel terrible that like, that's where we've joked. Before. Like they're interrupting you, right? Not interrupting me, but it's like I don't think it's it's weird because you just if I'm not currently talking at a camera, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, he's just standing around, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's not always the case. So I feel terrible when it happens, but it's like it's you need I, a I'm little sorry. button maybe yeah. that you could wear that says I would really love to talk to you, but can't. See, or- I. That, that- I, I don't know if I would do that because there was one time at Epcot I was standing minding my own business and the guy standing next to me he looks over he's like love the show but I was in the it was in the next it was in a urinal in the men's room so I, I couldn't like you know I couldn't make a note of it so I just kind of high fived him and we, oh, we moved nice, on nice. my word awesome. good grief well you That's do a great job Greg yeah. I'm sure everybody understands no you do a great job no you do no a great you do job. a great job uh, me too. This is so nice. I think a big part of it, like, <laughs> if we're just vlogging, like, it's easy for us to just stop and, like, hang out for a bit, and then we can just pick right back up. But if you're recording something like a show, you can't you can't stop the show or do that over. It's like, kind of like one go, and then if you don't get it, you don't get it. If you get it, you get it. Yeah. Or I could have just prepared ahead of time. And when I kept telling myself six months before the fireworks were ending that, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do 12 different shots from every country and get all the angles I want. And then the last week comes down to it. I'm like, shoot. Mm-hmm. So, so that was my fault. But yeah, sorry. I'm sorry I piggybacked on your housekeeping. No, there, that but, was fine. Okay. Any, was Steve? I have a quick one. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, <laughs> a quick mention out to Magic Candle Company. Enter discount code uh, Disney Info 15% off. They have a new fragrance out, fragrance out space coaster. So check it out. Very cool. I have one. Okay, please. Um, sorry. A little more upbeat. Uh, I have one. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Uh, so Pete is not here because he's he's uh, traveling the world like the trend center he is, and um, he just wanted to make sure he got his two cents in about all the uh, executive shakeups that are happening at the Walt Disney Company. So even though we are doing a show where we will be addressing and speaking of some of that. Um, he has recorded a solo show from Istanbul, uh, and I have put, put it on our... Uh, Not pa- Constantinople? No, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, it is on... Uh, it went up yesterday, and it's there, so after you're done uh, watching us, if you want to check that out, it's in the $10 and up tier on uh, patreon.com slash disunplugged, and I know that he is looking to chat with people about it because he's been responding to any comments that people have been leaving on there, so he's, <laughs> he's very... Inve- I think he's... Uh, I think he's a little... I know he loves where he is, but I think he's bummed out he's not part of this discussion for yeah. this. You know he loves this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's he would definitely be the uh, the crux of this conversation if he was here, because I know we all have stuff to say about it, I'm sure. Mostly positive, but at the same time, too. Uh, it's Pete takes it to the next level. And 
that's why everyone tunes in to hear it. So you're not going to get that this week. You're just going to get a bunch of inane rambling from some funky people. I you just know? funky so. show. I just watch the numbers drop on YouTube for oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's rapidly dropping, but I'm okay with that. Craig so. and a funky bunch. <laughs> I'm assuming that people bunch. aren't like watching that. today because everyone is sitting at home crying I, about all the changes yes. coming to Epcot. I want to do a reaction video sometime of like the the way people react when different people are sitting in the chair when it fades up from black. You know, and like people like, ooh, Pete. Or it fades like up on Craig, crap. and they're like, "Click." Ah! <laughs> I will tune back in next week. Thank you very much. Well, Rhino, show starts in five minutes. Yeah. Well, Rhino. Wow, that was a great segue. You're welcome. You, uh, put in there with yeah. Patreon. So why don't we get to our first news story, and that, of course, is those presidential changes that I was talking about, and. Good news for us Walt Disney World fans here, and that is that Disneyland President Josh DeMauro is going to be heading out our way this November and becoming the president of Walt Disney World, taking over from George Caligridis. And if you've heard us talk about Josh DeMauro on any of the shows over the years and years, uh, whether it's Pete raving about him on this show or the Disneyland show and us talking about him on Disneyland show... The man is just something else in terms of the the positivity he brings to to the role while also feeling like he connects all the different fan groups, whether it's cast members, actual the people like us who are obsessed, pass holders, everything. He just he finds a way to bring everyone together. He's so genuine. It's yes. genuine. That's what yeah. I was going to say, too. Yeah. But. And so I'll just finish up the story and then we'll start getting into all the, the nonsense. So with him leaving, that means that Rebecca Campbell is going to be moving into the role of Disneyland Resort President. And she is from uh, she's worked with the Walt Disney Company for a long time. She was in a European division working with media. Before that, she worked for ABC and uh, the studios on that. And with our Walt Disney World president now being Josh DeMauro, that means George Caligridis is moving on to greener pastures. I think this is where Pete probably had the most to say. I haven't listened to his solo show yet, so I can't I can't say what he had to say. But uh, considering Caligridis is being promoted, in air quotes, that is, to president of Disney Segment Development and Enrichment, where he will oversee the Disney Institute, it seems like... This is a promotion that is a promotion in name only, but also the door saying, hey, if you feel like retiring at any point, even though you're not that old, but if you feel like retiring at any point, hey, it's open. It's there for you. You can move on. But uh, very, very interesting changes that all all of these things are happening right at this time. So Bob Chapek said on the promotion that George really wants to make sure he's doing everything he can for the segment. It feels so weird, them like saying segment. Like it seems very robotic, very stiff, very flat, very not genuine. But uh, yeah, it's Caligridis has been in the position since 2013, and of course he's worked for the company for close to 50 years at this point which that's wow. quite an accomplishment and yeah this all came on the coattails of last week on the show you might remember us briefly talking about Catherine Powell who was overseeing Walt Disney World Disneyland and in Disneyland Paris getting the uh leaving on her own but also her position being eliminated and most likely being booted out so what do, what do we think about this what are we feeling about this who was talking before and I interrupted them 
Corey. Corey. Mm-hmm. Corey? No, I was talking about Josh DeMauro. Yeah, you know, like, he's, he's, he's a very genuine guy. We, yeah. Like Pete and I, we've had dinner with Josh way back in the day when puppies were the oldest animals. But to see him what just grow through. What's that? What an expression. Yeah. <laughs> when, um, but seeing him grow through the company, this is not the end. I, I definitely see in the future him being being the top dog because he is – he. Everybody loves him. Yeah. I mean, I've never met a person that doesn't love Josh, mm-hmm. and he's great at his job. And like I said before, he's genuine. Yeah. So I, I can just see him just at the top. I'd only heard like secondhand stuff from Pete and from other people, but what really caught my attention was when this news came out, Tom Bell actually posted on his Facebook a picture on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. He was in Disneyland Park greeting guests, talking to people. That's, you know, an executive normally would take advantage mm-hmm. of, oh, I'm executive, I'm going to be right. with my family, and, you know, but he's on the, right in the mm-hmm. park with the people on a major holiday, and I think that speaks to his dedication. So if he can bring that energy here, I think mm-hmm. that could be huge. And that's where my head goes right away. I'm pretty sure that's what he's going to do. And that's, like, all I've ever heard about about Josh was, was that kind of stuff. He's going to be in the parks, like, on a regular basis, and because of that, you can probably tell that everything is going to improve. And we're going to see a lot more of the old Disney everywhere instead of just select locations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah. He is. He just seems like such a, like you said, genuine leader and, and just loving. Um, he, he leads so lovingly. Just as an outside observer looking at things like Instagram, he genuinely loves Disney and, and gets the magic of being in the parks. And that's going to go a long way with cast members as well, to see yeah. him on big holidays and, and every other you yeah. know, moment he can be in the parks. It's, it's going to be huge yeah. for them. No, and I'm not, I'm not taking away from Caligritus or anyone else. Sure. Um, like what I, I love seeing Phil Holmes. Every single time I see him at random stuff, because he's another he's another person in leadership that he's yeah yeah you see him at all the big media events that are happening and such. But the man is just out there on random mm-hmm. days, walking mm-hmm. around and taking in the park. Uh, Walt Disney World needs more mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, I feel sure. like, especially with the culture of our of our parks as a whole where where disneyland has the unique perspective of it being such a locals park and a pass holders park also mixing in with the cast members and then the tourists coming in for it you're you're it's a very strange dynamic our pass holder our pass holder division is getting a lot stronger here Mm -hmm. and cast members at walt disney world have always been very vocal about their love of the parks and visiting them on their days off and such but yeah it is mostly tourists so it's going to be interesting to see what what someone like Josh can come in and do for a very strange group and how he can manage to bring us all together and then also forward Walt Disney World as a whole because we're entering a really strange transition time here with all the everything new that's coming up, whether it's for the 50th anniversary or the revitalization of Epcot, everything. It's in, We need strong leadership right now more than ever. And I mean, I... I'll flat out say it because I have no qualms about it. Like Pete last week, I don't think if you give too much control to Chapek during a time like this, which granted, yes, he is he is the overseer on it all anyway, so he can still do whatever he wants at the end of the day. But if you have that person who you feel like is fighting on your side as mm-hmm. a Walt Disney World president and someone like Josh, yeah, that's yeah. just where I feel like maybe we're going to come out of this side a little 
mm-hmm. less unscathed mm-hmm. as I, we could. I also just want to add when executives like you're saying with uh, Phil Holmes or if, if Josh is in the parks like we think he's going to be, it makes something as big and as manufactured as Walt Disney World feel more intimate, even though it's, you know, it's not as small as Disneyland and it never will be. But when you see those people walking around and you bump into a familiar face that you recognize, oh, wow, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, a president or executive or whatever, Mm -hmm. it makes the whole thing feel more like a community and more like, hey, we're part of something than, you know, you're just a number and we're getting more people through the gate. I don't know. Yeah, no, sure. it's uh, it's all going to be very interesting to watch it play out. So I know we, we have until November for everything to start kicking into gear and getting going with him coming over. But like I said, it's it's about to get crazy here. It already is. If you've if you've seen any photos of Epcot right now or <laughs> just been there and experienced it firsthand, it is it back to when Hollywood Studios was going through its construction mm-hmm. phase. Yeah. It makes that look like a yeah. cakewalk. Yeah. Um, it's just it's, entering is like impossible, yeah. right? And and we'll probably talk about that a little bit more when we talk about your uh, we'll, shirt. We'll talk about yeah, shirt. <laughs> did you get that today? I did. Cool. Yeah, I well, like it. That's an got, awesome shirt. We got a lot it to go is. over with that preview center. We'll Simple. probably throw in a little Illuminations love, a little Epcot Forever hype. Get in there and get all that. I mean, we can't give it that much hype because, well, we haven't seen it yet. Someone is kicking the table or hitting underneath the table. I know you guys probably can't hear it, but I, I have been hearing banging repeatedly for the whole episode. Okay, so guys. Just who is it? Watch, watch, not shoes. Not me. Watch, watch your little feet and your hands. Okay. That's all I'm saying for the okay. people that are listening. Thank we'll get you. that. Thank I, you. I apologize to everyone for the <laughs> terrible quality. It's, it's not terrible. Just somebody's banging. Just the same. Watch out. Hey watch guys, out. Should we just end this right now? Just, yeah. Should we That's just cancel? I'm, too I'm, just I'm pulling the feed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll keep going uh, against against my wants and wishes, hopes, <laughs> desires, all of that. We are going to keep moving along with this. And next up, unless anyone has anything else to say about Josh, I'm going to move on to the next story. Nope. Okay. Our next story is that we have those early 2021 itineraries for Disney Cruise Line. So I'm going to read Jackie's speak on this. So if I sound a little extra magical, that is why. But the series of voyages from New Orleans begins in late January 2021 with four and five night cruises to the Western Caribbean. Mm -hmm. The five night voyage includes a visit to Progreso, Mexico, a new port of call for Disney Cruise Line on the Yucatan Peninsula. This quaint town is filled with treasures for your family to explore together, from ancient Mayan ruins to hidden swimming holes filled with crystal clear water. <laughs> what are you laughing I don't know. About? It's just swimming holes seems like such an antiquated phrase from oh, back in the, the Samuel Clemens days. But you're also kind of reminding me of how I said you, when we you met the three hitchhiking ghosts, how like Gus would deliver this yeah. and the old swimming hole. And the old swimming hole. Yeehaw. Okay, three seven-night sailings to the Bahamas with a stop at Castaway Key, plus a 14-night Panama canoe. Can- Not a canoe. <laughs> canoe. <laughs> canoe yeah. It's a yoke. Uh, your your 368-day cruise. Put cruise. you in a canoe. And- Round out departures from the Crescent City in early 2021. So if you're currently a Platinum, Gold, or Silverway Castaway Club member, you can take advantage of the opportunity to book these new cruises before they go on sale to the general public on October 3rd. As of today, you are platinum and gold if you are platinum and gold then you can book now and then silver opens up tomorrow and from there it is it's on so oh 
shoot, Teresa, you should have sent me that a little bit sooner. Shoot. Shoot. Uh, so moving on with this, though, uh, we already talked about the advanced bookings on that. So, yeah, not... Going back to New Orleans. Yeah. Also going back cool. to New Orleans as well, too. So, uh, Do we think that when there's a the new ships come online, if there will be one based out of New Orleans? Possibly. I think this is the test bed. They, those cruises have... They're filling up. Well, they filled up fast, but there are still staterooms left, but they're expensive, expensive. Mm. So you want to hop on that now if you want to sail out of New Orleans. There's only, I think, three? Yeah, there's a Fortnite. No, no. There's there's two two sailings in 2021. Am I... Am I no... I, I don't. I didn't have the notes in front of me, but yeah, they're sailing out of New Orleans too. <laughs> it's exciting, very exciting. Again, for the second time in a row, this past year was the first year that that they did that, and uh, definitely an intriguing uh, conversation. I want to point people over to youtubecom travel. Uh, yesterday, that one was Steve. We all know I, that. My hand <laughs> hit the table on accident. Yeah, that one was oh Steve. Yesterday, we released a show on the Dreams Unlimited Travel YouTube channel talking about these, uh, a little bit about the 2021 departures and then also what's still available kind of in 2019 right now, what it's looking at plus 2020, but uh, focusing on on 2021 and beyond too. And actually, they got into the conversation more about the, the new ships and one of the things they've been They've been predicting at some point in time that with the new ships coming online, that with the first ship, if I'm remembering what they said correctly, they think that it's just going to be an extra ship based in Florida for a while, making sure that they can get enough people on that while they can, which I agree with that. But they think that once you start getting the second and third new ship in there, eventually one of the ships is going to make its way to Asia at some mm-hmm. point in time and starting starting off doing some Asian cruise because a lot of... Uh, a lot of other cruise lines have already been doing it for years and years, so it's definitely a market that Disney could tap into mm-hmm. if they really wanted to. I just like I look at the prices for the cruises in like the Mediterranean and such, and I don't think I want to see what the price of a cruise is if it's a Disney cruise going out of Asia. Could like, you yeah, imagine well. though if they did one that stopped in Tokyo, Hong Kong, and then like the port near Shanghai, oh. and you could like hit all. That would be That's really cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. Go ahead. I love then. that we're seeing a new port come online with Progreso Mexico, which is a straight shot south from New Orleans, it looks like. So I, I'm intrigued by that. Um, the fact that we get a little something new. Going back to New Orleans, I want to mention that if you ever had interest going to Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras mm-hmm. is it's one day in 2021, it's February 16th, but there's a month long of carnival parades. So if you time it right, you can. Hop on a cruise, maybe spend two nights in New Orleans and hit hit a couple parades and then go home. But you, there's you almost get two in one. You check out Mardi Gras, go on a cruise, completely opposite. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Trips. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I still haven't even been to Mardi Gras with you yet. So come this year. Uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I'll watch you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <dear>. threatening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't I'll know how to you. feel about that. So it's, uh, it almost happened one year. I'll watch then... what happens to you. Uh, <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Oh. Uh, very, very exciting for all that one day. So very cool for Disney Cruise Line, you know, and then from there on, eventually it's going to get into. Uh, it's going to go next release around is going to go into probably some of the summer releases and you'll see the the normals play out Alaska and such so if you want to get those Disney Cruise Line vacations in I would uh, 
I would I would start calling your Dreams Unlimited travel agent very soon. So I they, they, if only we had a travel agent on the show right now who could really plug themselves in a little bit. But that stuff, I mean, we can we can all I I can book travel. Don't ask me to. I you can email me and I'll forward it off to somebody. You, yeah. <laughs> you can email my Tracy wife. Heinrichs. There you go. Yeah. No, yeah. Michaela Dreams Unlimited Travel. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's, it's really cool. So, yeah, if you're interested, go into that. But we're going to move on to our third and final story of this funky kind of show. And this one was a bit of, su- of a surprise seeing it pop up here. And that's that uh, there's been some policy changes for out side vendor delivery procedures at the Walt Disney World Resorts. And actually, instead of me reading all the speak, since Denny did all of the, the, speak. Uh, the speak, the talk speak on that, uh, since Denny did all the hard research on it, I'm going to let Denny actually kind of take okay. it over. Tell us what's going on with this. Okay. So basically what broke on Friday um, was the fact that some of the vendors, the outside vendors who come in and deliver scooters, so your ECV vehicles, your um, um, outside vendors, under wheelchairs, your strollers, we're starting to say that Disney has called them, contacted them, let them know that the policy for dropping off the um, the mobility devices that are rented outside of Disney have changed. From now, you know, up until now, up until this point, uh, Bell Services at the individual resorts has taken um, has taken on those deliveries once they arrive. And when you arrive to your resort, you go to Bell Services to the luggage room, you pick mm-hmm. up your mobility device, and you're on your way. Well, basically, that's stopping now. And um, so I got on the horn with two of our sponsors, Orlando Stroller Rental and Buena Vista Scooter Company, and they were wonderful. Their representatives were great, incredibly knowledgeable, and um, things were still being worked out with Buena Vista Scooter and Disney as we were speaking because I got put on hold, and then um, the representative spoke to... um, to her manager. So basically what they're saying is October 1st. October 1st is your deadline. Mm -hmm. It's today. So if you had something booked before today with Buena Vista scooter um, rentals, then you're good to go. No worries. They'll go ahead and drop everything off at the luggage room. You'll pick up at the luggage room as usual. Past today, you will need to um, arrange a meet and greet or stop by a brick and mortar location if your rental company has one, which both of ours do, um, and pick them up and drop them off. I do have an um, update. Okay, good. Because I, re- I received an update today, uh, this morning from Born of Us Scooter Rentals. Perfect. I'm not sure if this is the same with Orlando. We have a, a financial relationship well, with Born of Us Scooter Rentals for um, scooters and wheelchairs, and we also have a financial relationship with Orlando Stroller Rentals for strollers only. Now, Disney realized that giving these companies just a couple days, less than a week, to arrange meet and greets, that's a whole staff they have to hire to do this. So what Disney is doing, they're giving them October. So any, any pickups for strollers or wheelchairs in October... 
will be grandfathered in. But anything, you have to book it and travel in October. But anything November of past? Well, and that's what I was going to say. Orlando Stroller Rental actually said that Disney had told them November 2nd was going to be that drop-off. And literally, it was changing by the minute on Friday afternoon. So It was pretty unfair if you think about it. it, Incredible. For for giving them a short notice. All right, now you need to meet and greet. That's... Yeah, you know they were they were calling us freaking out, saying, "I need you to put please, you know, yeah. communicate this to everybody." Right. So it I, is kind of where it's, it's at. I kind of feel like it's somewhat understandable on oh, Disney's, Disney's part because they're they're accepting liability for all of these amazingly okay. expensive devices and just different things that that I agree are rented. But yes, a and little I heads think up of would like be good. Where tips are concerned, yeah. you know, a lot. Of, I thought about the you know, same they, thing. They yes. they work on tips yep. and. You know, here they are handling these big things that I'm not. I don't know how tipping goes. I know yeah. a lot of the delivery guys tip, um, but I'm not sure if families tip. Right? Do they tip when they pick up their? Some right. absolutely probably do, yeah. but then does everyone? I thought the same. Thing. Yeah. So I'm hard. What were you going to say? You answer my question. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask, wh- yeah. like, why this change? Yeah, yeah. I, I would just think now Disney officially hasn't come out and said anything, which was a little frustrating on Friday. And some readers were commenting on that. No, Disney has not officially said, hey, by the way, we're no longer allowing this. But they directly contacted all the rental and mm-hmm. scooter okay. companies, all that jazz. So we know it through our sponsors. Um, Also floating around online on Friday was it's going to be for all outside vendors. We do not have verification on that yet. Yeah, because it changed. They used Mm -hmm. to allow everybody, then they became, uh, they allowed Disney authorized, Mm -hmm. verified companies, and now this. So it's... We'll see where it goes. Yeah, and there's even more rumor online this morning that maybe one particular company has been chosen as the official one. So if you have any questions and you have a trip that's coming up soon, um, just give your rental company a quick call, and they'll they'll step you through everything um, without any problem because they're dealing it with you know. Yeah, they're learning as we're 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 not the we don't have all the answers for this. We're learning from them to kind of communicate to y'all. So that's kind of where it's at, but it's changing. Like I it found is. that out to this morning. It is. I love this kind of show where I did. I just got to sit back and listen to all that. I didn't have to do any work at all. I don't really have a play in this game as of as of right now in this moment. I have never had the need to have a, an ECV or a stroller or anything dropped off at a hotel ever. So this is like one of those. It, it's a story that obviously I understand its importance, a hundred percent. But I have no firsthand experience. In any of it, I do understand how convenient it would be to just be dropped off right there. But I've also seen the backside of it, too, when someone has something dropped off Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work right away. And then they have to meet up with the person and get everything fixed. And usually these companies work very hard and very quickly to relieve any problems with it. But so it it seems like a business model to me, too, that just makes more sense if you can with with ECVs in particular, like with Mm -hmm. strollers. I don't think it's that hard break. to work a stroller, right. but with an ECV, like if you're if you're investing the money into renting, then it's a product that really can be hit or miss on it. It makes mm-hmm. more sense to have it delivered to you in person, right there. Yeah, take it for a ride, say and keep it, whether or not, and yeah, and, <laughs> and then, hold on to it for yeah. your trip, especially yes. with strollers too. I've never had experience with that stuff either until I started, you know, this job, and I'd done a lot of hotel stays with Pete, where his mom came along too, and we did the uh, the scooter rental, 
and it went really smooth like it was super easy it, it we showed up at the hotel and it was basically always there but now i'm kind of running through my head i'm like how does that look now you know how would that process go now would it be way more hard like would we need to go somewhere first before we came to the hotel so yeah that's kind of what's running through my head with this so apparently i'm catching up on chat too and they're saying some <laughs> scooter bug or something is the only one that is that's, okay right now that's but the rumor then other people that, are saying even yep. if they are it's like well, at least one person said it wasn't that so, great of an experience so yeah and jackie just messaged us to let us know there's a lot of stroller info on on the disney world website so just you know surf on over there and yep. just check and see and just keep an eye on it since things are changing so rapidly and with one of its scooter rentals i just want to uh, plug them that we do have a, a link a discount code it'll be in the show notes on the homepage, um, scroll down. Friends of the Diz, um, any anybody who books uh, through that link will get a free cup holder or rear basket. Your choice. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Fancy. fancy. <laughs> put a lot in that basket. Uh, they were fancy. Right. That's right. Yeah, you can put your stuff to go to the swimming hole. <laughs> that's what you can do. So that's <laughs> put your funky trunks. Yeah, oh, put on, okay. Well, speaking of that, let's put on our funky trunks and let's move on to housekeeping. I'm going to start with rapid housekeeping. Rapid. Who are you? I'm, we're going in reverse, we're y'all. Going into rapid fire. I'm going to start with rapid fire that should have been housekeeping. That's what I was trying to get at. Uh, Teresa did text me and let me know way after we were past. Uh, housekeeping to let us know that she needs auction items. Apparently, we're moving forward with this uh, this November auction thing that we're doing in uh, at the end of November, somewhere around Thanksgiving. I forgot all the details that Pete released about that, but another mega marathon show, and they're going to do an auction around that again. So, if you have auction items to send, I believe you just send them to the Welcome Center, and the address is. You know, this is on her for not giving me good details. Just, Google it. Just saying, I need auction items. So reach out to T Eccles at Dreams Unlimited Travel and bombard but, her with questions. But only for the auction, not for the cruise, right? Yes, only yeah. no cruises. Don't ask her to book you a cruise or vacation. <laughs> only auction items. Who knows? Maybe in auction items, you'll see the the weird spaceship thing that's <laughs> still here. Or Maybe okay, the we're gonna have a popcorn bucket. Which item would you like to see? <laughs> <laughs> I think that should happen. So that was Teresa's rapid fire that I'll throw in. Uh, Steve, what do we got? Yes. That's good. Uh, Disney announces Mickey Shorts Theater coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, there's no announced date uh, that I'm seeing in the article, but it looks like the Star Wars Path of the Jedi Theater is going to become... Uh, Mickey's Mickey Short Theater Shorts Theater um, and yeah I want to see that logo says. again <laughs> oh lord have mercy <laughs> I'm pretty sure we also smushed it too <laughs> oh, also it's improved so, uh, <laughs> oh dear um, there's no specifics about what cartoons are going to be shown uh, but they say stay tuned and it's I'll assume it's Disney Mm. yeah I'm going to assume it's the Mickey Mouse shorts that would also fit into it but uh, no specific like shorts are announced but yeah could be pants could be capris oh dear could be sports Uh, culottes This is fashion chat with Craig and Rhino. I'm excited that something's finally kicking out Path of the Jedi. It's terrible. I I, that was the first time I saw it, I was ready to walk out of it halfway through. Like I don't need to watch a Cliff's Notes version of all the Star Wars movies. You don't want better tributes to the Star Wars movies that someone's made on YouTube than 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm also in the camp. I'd, I'd love to see Sounds Dangerous return for a <sighs> limited time engagement. Pull out That'd those headphones cool. and put them back on and have Drew Carey running around. So he's relevant again. He's relevant. That's yes. great. Yes, among the uh, community the 55 and older who are able to watch <laughs> The Price is Right, <laughs> the price is right every <laughs> single day. I mean, I'm just assuming. It, and the kids who are sick staying home from school. I Isn't that a tradition? Yes, that absolutely. Was mine. Yeah. It was mine. For me, it was. Yeah. For sure. It was in my repertoire of what to watch when I was faking illness. So, Come on, 100. <laughs> so you get a, you that get was a, Price is Right, right? It's a dollar, yeah. Corey. It's oh, not yeah. one hundred. Oh, it but I mean, yeah. If you really look at it, it's yeah. on hundred, but with a dot in between <laughs> zero. But thank you, Steve. Wait, Fiasco. All right. So <laughs> Walt Disney Animation Studio shares a special look at Frozen Two, and we also got a look at a new movie poster. So Disney just shared another peek at their upcoming Frozen 2 along with a new movie poster and you can hear part of the brand new song Into the Unknown Disney has also announced that Casey Musgraves Panic at the Disco and Weezer are all performing brand new songs from the film Uh, and then you can see all those, the trailer the the movie poster and the the song on uh, our website www.info.com Awesome yeah, into the unknown. That's where we're all going. <laughs> Frozen true. Two hits theaters this November. Awesome. Mm. I'm I'm just happy that people are starting to see more of what we got to see at the D23 Expo. Yeah, it's good times. Very good times. Thanks, Very Fiasco. Cool. Yeah. Danny, what do we got? So, Craig, I have. Hold on, some... I got to interrupt you. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm, okay. Do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, breaking. Uh, actually, news. I have a question. Okay. Well, I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, breaking news: Scooter Bug is officially the the um, mobility rental company okay. for Disney. I've never so heard of Scooter Bug. I, uh, yeah. Now you have. I thought people were talking about like people no. have a bug about ordering scooters. No, 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 <laughs> like, no. You know, it's I got the... Scooter Bug, a private mobility rental company in the Central Florida Scooter area, bug. is now the Disney featured provider to offer stroller, ECV, and wheelchair rentals. So <laughs> nothing against them, but I have never seen a Scooter Bug right. sign on so, any. Oh my gosh. And now on to my rapid fire. So if you um, love the Disney Dune Ambrook um, uh, patterns, if you're you're into that sort of thing, they are having a huge 10-year anniversary celebration next um, Friday. So not this Friday the 4th, but next Friday the 11th from 9 to 11 at um, Ever After Jewelry and Accessories Company at Disney Springs. So basically, Disney-inspired um, designs, two of the biggest ones that Dooney and Burke has done. So um, Mickey Balloons and Disney Sketch. They are bringing those two patterns back, and they're changing it up and doing it with new styles and new different colors of piping. So there's a lime green one, so I'm excited about are the, that. Are those the uh, ones? in the picture here? Yes. Oh. Those are some say, of the oh, new styles. I they already did these, but now I, yeah. I see what you're saying. Julie yeah. loves her doonies. She gets mm-hmm. more compliments. She bought... Um, she got the cat one, well, right? Well, she received yeah. the new... Uh, <laughs> she received the new cat one, like the animated cats. Uh-huh. 
she gets more compliments yeah. on that thing. I like, do on my wow. orange bird one too. Yeah. Like whenever she I'm loves these hearing it, it's great. Um, Ian Ray, who is the creative director for um, Dooney and Burke, is going to be on hand and he'll be doing meet and greets. Um, and every new style will have a commemorative hang tag and dust bag. That's what you keep it in when you're not using it at home. So pretty cool stuff. So mark that on your calendar if you'll be down here next Friday. Yeah, it's very exciting. So it's been weird watching the progression. So not weird in a bad way. It's just like I remember when I got the first purse I did, the first Dooney for Kylie. It was a drunken night at Disneyland. That I'm pretty sure I was with Corey and I just like walked into a store. I'm like, I was I like, buy her, something for her. I gotta get her a present. And like, it's just to see back then. It was like they released something and it sat on shelves forever. And now, not know, anymore. Some of these releases where stuff goes instantly. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm happy for it. It's for the most part. I think. I think there's only one out of ten designs that they do that it's like that's someone someone didn't really look at this before they made it but for the most part it's awesome awesome stuff I think I get more picky about which bag because it's always about the pattern like okay which character do you like the most well this one's showing two Mm. oh now the head's cut off because the logo placement is everything I so particular I even asked the ladies or the the gentleman I'm like can you go in the back see if there's any more she wants she wants this cat Twice, but anyway, short story long. <laughs> short story long. That's that's what I' telling you. So thank you, Denny. You got it, Corey. All right, mine is real rapid. Check this out, y'all. We just uploaded a uh, a new map of Epcot, and Interventions West is completely gone. Bum bum bum. Way to go. I mean, it's there we there. go. It's still there. It's just not yeah, in the map. It's, it's just it's just green. Yeah, the southern chunk is. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's there. Green space. It's there, yeah. But it's not on there. But it's not on the map. But no. it is there. Just, uh, so don't let hmm, that confuse you. Big question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Off the map. Sad. It's, Hashtag sad. It's the changing of an era, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But before then, we have to go with another rapid fire from Rhino, this time also dealing with Epcot. Yes. Um, so Disney has shared a first look at new nighttime spectacular Epcot Forever merchandise. Um, there's a, it, I actually think the AP Passholder shirt is cute. That's not the one Craig opted to put in here, but Mm-mm. because it's not available for everybody, so that makes sense. Maybe but you should make the slides then. No, I don't want to. Um, oh. So, um, no. So it's uh, the Passholder <laughs> one's cool because it's like this like long sleeved one with the hoodie. I don't know why, why I'm are you. As <laughs> I'm sitting back. Yes. Somebody else talk for once. Yes. Um, No, but it's like, it looks like you'd never be able to wear it in Florida. But for anybody out of the state, good for you. Um, So um, this is in celebration of Epcot's 37th anniversary and the beginning of Epcot Forever, um, which kicks off tonight. And uh, there's going to be some, a couple of, it looks like a couple of shirts and. uh, a tumbler, an ornament. I'm sure there'll be some other fun things in there, but it's basically like figment pirouetting on everything. Nice. Steve, show us yours. He's very happy. I'll show you mine. Well, that's, that's not, not one of the ones. Oh, that's, that's not, not one of the ones? No, no, right. no, there's no oh, figment. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Epcot Forever says... Just throwing in a casual curse word for no reason. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. The kids, Corey, the kids. <laughs> the kids, the kids. That's it. I don't I don't really know what to, how to describe these items to people that are listening. So if you want to check it out, www.dwinfo.com. It is a tongue twister. Yeah, a, a Disney like, info. Into a Disney Stephon info. style. This sassy little number. Okay. This Epcot. You'll find this in an old burned down gas station at Epcot's newest hot club. Yes, yes, yes. 
Okay. You've heard of Club Cool. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Club Cool, it's gone. Oh, it's so sad. That's it. No, it's a, that blank space. That's where Club Cool was, and it's not there anymore. No. So uh, we're, we're rapidly approaching the end of the show because, well, we're already there. But before we go, we're going to talk a little bit about housekeeping. Housekeeping. And that is John and Kevin and Pete are unfortunately not with us today. Uh, which is a historic day today not only is it the start of a new epcot but i think we should start by saying it is a big day obviously for anniversaries and that in birthdays that it is not only epcot's 37th birthday today but it's also magic kingdom's 48th and so we're just two years away from that funky 50 so (laughs) what a callback we're getting there yeah (laughs) bring it around so that's a if you is don't it, watch. Is that going to be our Diz merchandise that Corey will be designing? The Funky Fiftieth for. Uh, oh, for uh, it is. It's Will's coming yeah. in town this weekend, yeah, there so we you might. Go. There you go. We might check some things. We'll work out. on it. I mean, we have plenty. Of, we can just erase Ferris's name from all the Funky Bunch stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Diz is Funky Fifty. There and stuff. you go. No. Uh, we've. Uh, you know, it's a big day, so I feel like it had to be mentioned. It's not. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen that often where we're actually recording on the exact date of one of those things. So yeah. needs to be mentioned. But right now, the big news, of course, is Epcot. Tonight is the debut of Epcot Forever, the brand new fireworks show that is temporary until Harmonious is fully into place. And it's uh, with that Epcot Forever having to come in. Of course, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth is now gone after its asterisks on nearly 20 year run because i discovered in my research on it apparently it started soft openings on september 22nd 1999 but then it officially debuted on october 1st 1999 so it really if you go by the official debut versus when it closed just closed one day short of 20 years which is is wild to so think about. So frustrating. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's frustrating in a mathematical standpoint, but then also, like, it's frustrating, too, as a human being when I was there last night, and I'm not going to be as bitter and cruel mm-hmm. as I was before the show started, but it's so weird to me to, like, watch all these kids who I'm, like, 99% sure are younger than the show even was that were, like, crying in hysterics, but then when you think about it, like... Well, I guess it is the only show they've ever known right. at Epcot. Right. So it also, I, I get it makes sense more. But, you know, I, I I got I got emotional over its ending. But really, I just, I got rained on right before the show started. And <laughs> you'll go the on. the start of the show. <laughs> that, that, took, that, that took care of all the tears for me. It was like, it just, I, it was pouring. It was, I did. I, I I went on, and I'm here today, and I moved on. But, yeah, Illuminations is sad to see it go. The good news is it looked – you can watch my video of it. It's out there. I apologize for the rain spots, but, again, it literally rained. You can see the rain in the video pouring down. It just – it was the worst timing. It was five minutes before it started. How dare you, And then you about for the first three minutes of the show, it just – Wow. Oh, I'm hoping awesome tonight we're clear. Work. Yeah, but – uh, it was it was it was an emotional time to be there. The show never looked better than it did last night. Like every single piece of pyro that they had for it was awesome. Cool. Uh, all of the lasers looked like they were brighter and sharper than mm. I've. And I watched the show three times in the past week, so I got my fair share of it. Of it. Uh, the video screen 
on the globe, every single bulb worked. Wow. <laughs> it was on, which shocking. <laughs> When's the last time that happened? So I don't know why they couldn't have done it last week and said, like, fingers crossed that it holds up for a full week. But uh, it was just that. But, yeah, it's it's sad to see that show go. Does anyone have any mornings they want to say to it? Any any goodbyes? Now's the time. Or we're going to move on to the future. It was really good. It was good. It was different. It was... It was uniquely Epcot. Yeah, and it was unique and original. And I think that's the biggest the biggest hole from all this. Not that I have a problem with any of the changes that are coming. I love the idea of Epcot forever because I love the music of Epcot. And a lot of that music is original. So there is still an originality in this new show. But after Harmonious comes into place, it is like scary to think that the three, technically all four major nighttime shows at our Walt Disney World parks, you know, happily ever after, Harmonious, uh, Rivers of Light, and then Fantasmic are all heavily dependent on Disney intellectual property. And, you know, while Rivers of Light doesn't have that much in it, it has just enough. But, like, that's that was the cool part of Illuminations is yeah. having this show that is literally has nothing to do with Disney, but has everything to do with the greater idea of world showcase and unity and and creation and the elements and everything all together as one it's really good point it's it's kind of sad that that's where the times have changed now that we can't have anything like that that's completely original but we do have a video though people can relive it in 4k you can many times youtube.com slash wdw info we have video from the final night and then that just went up a little bit before the show because export took a long time and fixing it up and making it look a little better took a while but then i also posted uh what i consider to be a beautiful uh i don't actually rhino texted me asking me how my video came out and i said it was awful but a uh, a multi-camera shoot of illuminations with nice close-ups on the globe so if you were one of those people who said i saw the show so many times i could never tell what was actually on there well now you get a little better idea of it so that's all out there but steve what opened today was the the new preview center for Imagineering yes. for Epcot and you were there the Epcot experience is the title um, and it's in the Odyssey building uh, kind of behind or next to Test Track now, I've got to uh, correct you be- it's it's only Epcot experience not the Epcot experience drop of the oh. yeah. yeah excuse it's, me we, we have to be precise on this <laughs> so, so sorry <laughs> uh, and yes it's in the Odyssey building um You've probably walked through there if you went to get a craft beer during food and wine or, you know, when it was back when it was a restaurant. Um, You walk in and there's the giant sign that was just shown on the screen. And then you walk around that sign into like a 360 uh, projection show of kind of what's coming. So they go through the journey of water, the the, uh, walkway that's going to be inspired by Moana, um, the cherry tree lane stuff. Um, the Epcot Forever and everything is shown to you like how you're going to see it almost Um, and they have projections in the center on Spaceship Earth with um, small little 
versions. I think it was at what it was at D23 yep. of uh, the different pavilions and uh, attractions throughout Epcot. And even that has projections on it. So yep. we're, we're working on getting the picture pulled up right now. And there, there it is. So that's what those random Mac boops were in the boop. <laughs> that's me hitting the table. <laughs> so as you keep this picture up, I'll kind of explain how the, the show works. So it might talk about the new play pavilion, and then suddenly all the projections will focus on, see right down at the very bottom, that's the play pavilion, it's formerly uh, Wonders of Life pavilion, um, and then it'll kind of, all the projections will grow out and go all the way up to the walls, and suddenly, you know, there's the the projections of what you're going to see inside, and, you know, Edna Mode comes and starts talking, and different characters come up on the screen, and then um, they also do a segment for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, um, and that was interesting, and me and Rhino had a, a kind of a mm-hmm. interesting conversation about this, is they have Rocket comes on the screen, and, you know, totally starts the music, and the whole room goes crazy, because, you know, it's the funky music comes on. Uh, <laughs> it's, but... Yeah. You can say. Well, it's the same animation of Rocket that's projected into the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout with the same lines, too, because he even goes, da-da, da-da. Like, he, they cut up what the animatronic Rocket says in the queue and use that in his speech. And then when he pulls the wire and, and unplugs him and then starts this party rock and whatever... That's literally what he says right before you launch in in Mission Breakout, which makes me nervous that that is gonna, that's how they're gonna do it for the ride. I hope that's not the case, and they just did that for this preview. I don't know. So yes, uh, and I have the same concerns. I'm hoping that this is just a temporary. You know, this uh, the Epcot experience. I'm assuming is gonna be a temporary thing. Once all the changes come to Epcot, there wouldn't really be a reason to keep this around any right. longer. So. Um, Hopefully, Imagineering just said, we're not going to invest in a whole new animation for something that's only going to be here for two or three years or whatever, um, if that long. Um, so that is like the projection room. That's the main kind of hub of Epcot experience. And then surrounding that, uh, you see the, the new and old attraction posters and the re-inspired attraction posters from some of the old rides. Um, and those are really popular. Everyone in there is asking cast members, where can I buy this? Where can I buy this? And they are like looking around like, oh, uh, they're not for sale. And I'm like, Disney's gonna has to get on that uh-huh. because they're just letting money go away by not selling those posters. Um, and then kind of the strange but not surprising part, because Disney has to include the photo pass areas everywhere at Disney. There's like four little photo sections where you can take your picture in these little boxes. I don't know how else to describe them, uh, but you kind of just walk in and there's like something, you know, cardboard cutout essentially standing in front of you of, you know, Spaceship Earth is one of them. There's one for Cosmic Rewind. They're cute, but I, d- I'm, I don't get it really um and then there's also in the same area uh kind of around that projection room there's display cases for some of the new things that are coming so you see a little display case of mary poppins stuff like her umbrella and her bag and just getting people excited for cherry tree lane and that's awesome and pe- you know people are hu- hubbed ar- or not hubbed uh hovering around uh <laughs> And then there's also a Cosmic Rewind, and it looks to be what the costume might be. Awesome. So that was pretty cool. 
Um, and then there's also the Festival Center that's coming, which will be the elevated Festival Center that's going to overlook, yes, right here, that's going to overlook the World Showcase and um, everything else in Epcot. It's, it's going to be a great place to put Pocahontas in our forest, friends. <gasps> I loved that show. I, I feel like you're kidding, but I feel like no, that's it was true. So but good. the raccoon got loose. The one show that I saw, so he just scampered <laughs> off so, cue. It was great. Rhino first. Oh, um, I interrupted him. Uh, no, sorry. I was just saying it's interesting because this looks like um, I thought at D23 they said you were going to be able to watch something from the roof. So do you go in the forest on the roof? It's supposed to be a park-like setting, and you're supposed to have um, spectacular (laughs) views from there. That is the woods outside of my house where my parents (laughs) live. A bear is going to come out of there. Okay. Bug spray. And you mentioned those posters, which I've actually had this thought before. I was like, they're so cool. If Disney mass-produced these, people would be all over them. So I thought about that before. And I, this is now my speculation because I, copywriting? I did look into it. Was Disney released these classic vintage posters before for sale, like many years ago, but with a limited edition size on them? So they basically promised the people, hey, these are going to be limited and rare. And so now they might have problems mass producing something like that now. This is just, I, don't, I can't confirm that. This is just based on what I looked into, what I think. Hmm. Um, All I well, I'm just gonna with the poster thing. It's literally we asked people at D23 Expo because it's where the posters debuted. We asked them why they didn't have them there, and it's was kind of the shoulder shrug. Yeah, they'd be cool to sell, and it's just I think this is it's all part of this weird system that we're in right now with consumer products and parks all together and stuff, and just sometimes a general lack of understanding of what people actually want from Mm -hmm. products. I, I think there there are definitely people out there who work in merchandising who understand it like uh you know it it's we've seen so many upgrades and like figment being brought back into merchandising and orange bird being being brought back into merchandising so it's sometimes they they listen to what fans want and other times they say we get it you want frozen we're now going to inundate you with mm-hmm. 900 million pieces of merchandise of Frozen, a new attraction, new <laughs> shows, all of this, and two years after the movie came out and was at its height. So it's sometimes I think it's just that lack of understanding. Going back into the, the pavilion as a whole, though, this was what I expected to see when we were at D23 Expo and we walked into this room and mm-hmm. we saw this model there in this giant perimeter screen. I'm like, this is what's going to happen. This model's going to, like, it's going to come to life like it did. And then it didn't. It just had colors flashing on it there. And we had a video, a different mm-hmm. video that was playing that was just like one long 20-minute video that kind of showcased all the changes and where it was all going through, but not in this way. So I love that when I get to walk in there today and see it for the first time, mm-hmm. that it's a complete different thing than what I already saw before. The same same model set up, but now it's being brought to life. And it's... It's going to be hard to stand in that room and not like feel that energy and get excited about what's to come with this park. Yeah, it, it really everyone in there it, like there was a buzz almost inside the, a buzz light year. No, yeah, oh, well, okay. him too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there was the, an energy inside the room of people just being so excited of what's to come, and it's funny because like outside, like Craig was saying, there's 
construction walls everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's a little glimmer of hope uh, for what's to come. And it's, I was excited. I, I was not expecting to like this preview center as much as I did. I thought, you know, a couple projections, whatever. Disney's done stuff like that before. But it's so well done. And the the, the accuracy of the how they can cut into these small diagrams What's the word? Diorama. Diorama. Yes, the diorama, and it hits everything perfectly, and the colors are so b- vibrant, and I was just kind of blown away by everything. See, this seems like a true plan. It's not. It doesn't seem disjointed. Mm-hmm. They are actually looking mm-hmm. at the the big picture, and not just a little tiny land in this park or a little tiny upgrade here. Yeah. It's it's a complete picture, and that's right. what they're trying to show us. That look, I know it's going to be crazy, but look what it's going to look like. The yeah. whole thing. It's <laughs> like when Epcot first you know first started it's just like this is the picture mm-hmm. and they're showing the showing us this again right. where we can look and say all right i'll, I'll deal with the walls yeah because i know what's coming yeah i'll also add that as a local and as someone you know for my job i'm in there all the time i'm excited to go back which is not always the case with certain things at disney but this is one where you there's so many places to look at once and i was trying to you know take pictures and take some videos for social media so i was only looking through my camera but since it's a 360 show you could probably go in there and watch it a couple times and see new things one of the things i noticed right away one of the small details was in cherry tree lane the cannon going off and i'm like if that's a sign for things to come that will be really cool. cool and i'm sure there are other little details like that you know not just in cherry tree lane but throughout the whole video where you're like, oh, that's maybe another thing that's coming. Maybe that's a little detail or a hint. And I don't know. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And Corey brought it up again. I don't think that that can be understated enough right now, though. The construction walls there. Uh, it's something I feel like we haven't really hit on in this show in a long time. I mean, not since the the great days of Hollywood Studios with its and, construction walls. And right Disney now, Springs. And Disney Springs <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Uh, Epcot is the new bad boy in town. <laughs> yeah. Construction. I. It is so frustrating. Like, I get why they set it up how they did, taking the wall around. Well, I mean, the big one that I dislike the most is around where the blank space is on the map. It's around... Fountains of Nation, Fountain of Nations, as well as part of that Interventions where the character spot was, as well as Club Cole and the Fountain View Starbucks. And it just, it has turned that area into a complete bottleneck, yeah. especially mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of the night when you're leaving. You now have a about maybe 20 to 30 foot gap to walk <laughs> through past mouse gears and stuff as you then finally get to pop back out in the the big opening by spaceship earth and it is just you know it was all it always bottlenecked when it was just both sides of walking on the fountain but now that you only have that Mm -hmm. one side and it's even less room Mm -hmm. it's disgusting and when you're walking (laughs) into the park i like the entire turnstile situation at epcot just drives me nuts right now they always have the turnstiles open as far left as possible yeah but there's a construction wall as soon as you walk <laughs> in so you go in the park and you take like two steps and you have to immediately turn a right and go around a construction wall but then everyone then who's at the top of the hill the, you do it again too though yeah. yeah right but then everyone who's leaving is basically hugging that construction wall coming in so now you're doing this crisscrossing pattern to get 
away into the big open area where they took out all of the gravestones that were there. They're all gone now. There's so much. They left the bodies, though. Yeah, they they left the bodies. There's so much room to walk around in there, but everyone just hugs the construction Mm -hmm. walls like like they're going to give hugs back if if you get close enough. Hug a wall, hug a friend. It's getting... Epcot's really getting to me with that. Like, um, it's not enough to get me to stop going. Obviously not, but it's it's something well, you have to be prepared for okay. in your vacation it, it, heavily right now. Just entering the park too. There's the construction walls that if you're parked on driving into the parking lot, if you're on the right hand side, I forgot the two names of those lots. You have to then cross all the way over to get around like the new entrance stuff that's going on, and it just makes the walk that much longer. But the trams are going you know, north and south, and the real problem is going east and west, and it's, it, I don't know. You know, it's you know what's funny is I, I went into the real world this weekend, you know, a place a little further away from Disney, and I was explaining, um, I, I think it was my mom, I was telling her, um, oh, it's weird, too, when you step out to, like, wherever, you know, so many, the further miles away you get from Disney, the less people actually know about the stuff that we talk about every day, so, like... I, I said to somebody where I'm like, oh, well, now that Disney owns Fox. And they're like, Disney owns Fox? And I was like, how do you not know that? And I was like, they just bought it for like $76 billion. And they were like, $76 billion? And I was like, all right, this is weird. But Were you in Southern California again? (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, So I told my mom where I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to basically get rid of anything. They're going to keep the World Show place. And then anything from the ball between there and there is going to go away. My mom went well, how long is the park going to be closed for? And I was like, oh, no, Mom, they don't close the park. Well, you just said they're demolishing half the park. And I said, yeah. Well, how are people going to go to the park if it's construction? And I was like, when was the last time you visited me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, It's just funny to me that it, you know you get here this like weird thing that we're just like ah it's part of it's part of the thing now you know you go to a park when half of it isn't operational it's cool (laughs) and they charge you just as much it's even better well it's i mean the good news is most of it is operational the stuff that is closed down was already a ghost town yeah well i mean character spot was always a great place Mm -hmm. but they've replaced it and it's no complaints there i mean it's it's, uh, we're all ready for starbucks to come Mm -hmm. back in its full glory but uh until that happens you know we can we can rest easy on it, but just just be aware when you're visiting Epcot that it's it's not at its prettiest. But as we we have driven this point home and to the point where we can end the show, it's going to look better on the other side. It might not be the Epcot that we loved or that we want to be Epcot, but it's the Epcot that we're getting. And hopefully, it's the Epcot we deserve. The ball does not yeah. have a scrim on it, so yeah. you're good. That's and, true. At the, <laughs> at the end of the day, let's just hope for no budget cuts. Let's hope everything mm-hmm. gets done on schedule and on in with the amount of money they have said they can put into it. Because I know that's a problem sometimes. Imagineering is has an unlimited budget of imagination, and Disney Ooh. says, "Well, that's funny. You get six dollars." <laughs> <laughs> And they have to figure out how to build a forest out of $6 on top of oh, a I guarantee you that forest is not going to be there when we get later. It'll be like, they'll be like, look at this sapling. It'll be, it'll be six bushes and a metal pad up there. They didn't know how it got up there, but it's living there now. So, and feeding on the rats. It's part of our not ecosystem. Yeah, rats. But, 
Okay, I think that's it for that Epcot talk. So uh, very exciting. Tonight's the debut of Epcot Forever. So look for our video later. Um, we're not live streaming it because Disney's already going to do a job on that. Yep. So if you're not happy with Disney's live stream on it, look for our video later and maybe it'll be better. Maybe it won't. Time will tell. But ours won't have Mark. Uh... <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, what's Mark, Mark Daniel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen Fickley, Baker. Yeah. Yeah, I won't have the normal crew that you yeah. see there. So, unfortunately, just quiet and then the talking of all the people around us. Is that show gonna start yet? <laughs> this <laughs> isn't <What>? wishes. <laughs> I thought there'd be more fireworks. I'm, I'm emotional. What's up with the accent? <laughs> isn't that how everyone talks? Is that Tomaters in the show? <laughs> I don't think I'm hearing myself correctly on the headphones. I'm not getting that. But okay, guys, that's it for this episode. Rhino, why don't you cue up that music? Let's take us out of there. We're gonna go on with another week of our lives. So until then, everyone, thanks for watching. We go on. See you again next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.